Cheers. Hey. Hey, Drew. Hey, Brian. Thanks for jumping on. Absolutely. Good morning. Good morning. Truth be told, I was going to have Rachel on this morning, and she's still dealing with some stuff on the website. We were going to talk about the website, but now she's actually dealing with things. She's just got a lot on her plate. No, so, not like, Rachel. Like five minutes. Like, <laughs> that doesn't sound like her at all. Like five minutes before, I was like, hey, Drew, do you want to be on instead? And he's like, yes. I'm a great for the people. Player. But anyway. Twice I have been last minute groomsman. Really? Yeah, not planned on. Just like, hey, this other guy didn't work out. Do you want to do it? I was like, yeah. Were you at least invited to the wedding in the first place? I think so. Okay. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Not for one of them. Because that would be worse. Oh, gosh. Hey, if you need a groomsman. (laughs) Last minute groomsman. You might get the hookup for that. You might. (laughs) (laughs) You could definitely get the hookup on a groomsman gift, though. I mean, pens are like... Choice Fun fact, well, I reconnected with this guy after not seeing him for a very long time because I bought uh, original Goulet wood pens as groomsman's gifts this for my true. wedding. This is true. And that's how this, how this kind of restarted, rekindled. Right. This was before the fountain pen though, so they are rollerball pens. They were, yeah, but they're but still nice. They're very high quality. And my brother still used them and still love them. That's awesome. As well he should. Anyway, that's not why we're here though. We're mm-hmm. here to talk about eyedropper pens. What's an eyedropper pen? That sounds weird. It does sound a little weird, doesn't it? Like, we've been doing this for a while, so we're yeah. like, oh yeah, eyedropper pens. But if you, I'm taking myself out of the fountain pen world, and I'm like, eyedropper pens? Does that mean you try to write with an eyedropper? Like, what does that mm-hmm. mean? Um, essentially, an eyedropper pen is just a pen where the entire body is filled with ink. And traditionally, like back in the day, you know, there's no piston mechanism or lever end mechanism or anything like that you would use like an eyedropper of some kind, you know, like a medicinal eyedropper and blah, 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 blah. Which I guess people were more like, they probably used those more probably, often back then. I feel like it's not as common yeah, anymore. No. There's much more like disposable kind of receptacles. Right, and there's not a guy walking around with a lot of them on the back of his carriage, you know, handing them out and yeah. to, to cure your rheumatism. Yeah, not as much no. these days, but uh, you know, the, the term has stuck, I guess. So essentially any pen that can be the entire body filled with ink is considered an eyedropper fill. Um, and usually it's converted to be such. Like right. you can take a cartridge converter pen, some pens that are all sealed up and don't have holes in them and the threads are tight, you can you know, do a little silicone grease and ring and you can fill the entire body with ink and voila. That's a lot of ink. You have it, yeah. That's so, a lot of ink. So those are convertible <laughs> pens. But uh, we have two pens here today that are relatively new carries for us that are designed from the get to be only eyedropper fill. No conversion necessary. Indeed. Ready so, for you to drop. Indeed. So the first one I want to talk about is Opus 88 because that we've had for a couple of weeks now. And we have a couple of different models and uh, there's some things we're talking about. So now here's the thing. We have two models here. Yeah. Yes. But really three different uh, pens when you when you get yeah, down to brass tags. they really are. So uh, Opus 88, so it's a newer brand, uh, and this is uh, this is the Picnic right here. Rounded edges, kind of your traditional cigar shape. Mm-hmm. We have the Coloro, which is kind of cool. It's like a little part demonstrator, part not. Um, and it's a different shape. You know, overall size is pretty similar, but it's got more flat ends instead of rounded. And then this one is also the Coloro. Called the Coloro. Called the Coloro Demonstrator, but as you can see, it's really an entirely different shape, entirely different setup. It's even got a different size nib. This has a number six nib, 
whereas these have a number five size nib. So really, I think it's a completely different pen, and I think that the name maybe doesn't convey how different it is. No, and it can definitely be confusing if you think that uh, you're gonna get the same thing across brands. If you're looking at these and then you pick that one or vice versa. If you're like, oh, just like a clear version of this, well, it's really, it's really quite it's different. Really, yeah, it's a lot bigger. It does look cool though, doesn't it? I really want one. So what's interesting about, we'll start with this one because why not? Um, so this is the Color Demonstrator. It's got a number six size. These are Yovo nibs. So these are German made nibs, even though the pens hail from Asia. But uh, they are, whoo, there we go. So of course, smooth writing nibs. We're very familiar with Yovo. That's what Edison uses. That's Love them. Very nibs. consistent, very good quality. Absolutely. As far as, you know, um, consistency in manufacturing, I'm just a huge fan of these guys. Yeah. So, um, and it's, at least this one has this kind of frosted, um, you know, kind of unpolished mm -hmm. inside, which is very actually consistent looking. It's not like you see like tooling patterns and stuff. Like they've done it very intentionally. And then it has some of these highly polished components. Like it's got a little ink window of sorts, even though it's a demonstrator, it's got like a polished ink window. And then of course the ends are polished too. So I'm, I'm kind of digging the- Quick question for you, bottom. Brian. You yeah. know, um, would you consider this highly polished um, uh, clear acrylic to be in right now? Is it in? Yeah, I, like as, as far as like a fountain pen trend goes, would you consider this style to be in? Because over the last couple years, I've seen this kind of get popular. You mean like as far as clear or just like any? This, this kind of like thick, solid, um, clear plastic. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's... There's a couple pens I've seen that have like this on the ends that I think is getting pretty popular right now. I would say, yeah, there's a certain, there's a certain uh, appeal to that right now. It's kind of up and, up and rising. I think a lot of it started to gain in popularity over the last several years due to like independent kind of custom pen makers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm thinking like Sean Newton, uh, Jonathan Brooks, Chad Herbert, you know, I'm seeing them do a lot of this mm -hmm. kind of stuff because it requires handwork basically. Um, it's not as easy to kind of mass produce. It's really cool though. But yeah, I'm, so I guess now maybe, you know, the independent guys kind of come out with, you know, their own designs and stuff like that. And it catches on and people want it. It gets emulated, inspired by from larger companies. And maybe that's what's happened here. It looks nice. It does look nice. All right. Um, so what I'm, does that thing do? So I want to demonstrate how you actually fill this thing. I would love that. Of which, of course, I left my ink syringe over on the other table. But I will grab it. Hmm. Now, for you guys, if you're buying one of these things, you will have one at your at the ready because they come in yes. the box with oh, the I pen. Um, yeah. One thing to keep in mind, it comes with you know a glass eyedropper, but it's going to be compressed a little bit, so the glass is actually going to be in the rubber uh, squeezy bit. So <laughs> you need to pull that out because if you squeeze it, you're just going to be squeezing glass. So just make sure you pull that out first and then it will operate. Um, it's, uh, okay. there we go. Brian's coming back. Here we go. You'll see. Good filler, Drew. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> so these guys come with a nice sleeve, cardboard box, and, and I don't know the, whether the brown or the gray sleeve has anything to do with anything. These so, are samples that I got ahead of time. There you have it. Like I said, it looks really small and stumpy, but that's because it's not whoop, whoop, all the way out. So anyway, just make sure that this thing is going to start kind of pushed to the back. If you squeeze it, nothing's happening. Just Pull it back a little bit, Drew, and then. Can you do that one more time? It really all right, it's it's <laughs> for packaging purposes. It's really compressed, so the back is actually full of glass right here. So you can't squeeze it. So you're like, mm -hmm. oh, it's not working. And if you press it really hard, you're gonna shatter the glass. So don't do that because you're super strong. Um, so just pull it back a little bit. You see how I did that? And now it's good to go. Yay! 
Oh, and you should make that duck sound too. <laughs> while you do it. Um, so let's go ahead and fill this thing. Go ahead and pull that bad boy out. Whoa, we'll yeah. We'll use the ink syringe. We'll use the supplied eyedropper. Let's do it. So the way you fill this thing, um, it's kind of interesting because you're like, wait a minute, it looks like a piston because it's got threads. It's got a piston rod. What is the deal? What is the but, deal, Brian? Well, I'll show you the deal. So you can actually remove the housing or the entire grip, if you will. It's got an O-ring, so that's how you know oh, it's there on ring. purpose. Um, but you can see it's got a piston in here, but the piston doesn't <coughs> seat against the walls of the pen. So it's still technically a piston, it just doesn't work well, like a traditional fountain pen piston. So really the only reason this piston is here is to plug up the end of the housing because when you have eyedropper pens, especially if you're traveling and changing altitudes, when you have a large cavernous body of ink like these pens have, which can get upwards of like three or four milliliters. Cavernous. Yes, cavernous, you like that? Dig it. I read a lot about spelunking this weekend on my <laughs> phone. So I just, maybe caverns are on the mind. <laughs> but um, it, that's what it does, is that seals up, you can kind of see, because it's a clear pen, um, that it does that. But when you unscrew it, it unseats it. So it allows your ink to flow from the ink chamber into the pen. So um, it's not unlike a vacuum filling pen, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of the same principle. Um, but it doesn't actually, like, you can pump this thing all day long. It's not going to actually fill your it's pen. It's going to move the ink around. Yeah, because, and it's got a lot of threads. Yeah. So you can do this two ways. You can either you can either loosen it and allow ink to get to the feed and then tighten it back and just work with what you have in the feed. Or you can leave it unscrewed if you want um, to have a continuous flow. But I think that if you do that, you do run the risk of a little bit more burping, right? Yes. Because this thing also, in plugging the ink barrel, doesn't just, you know, make it easier to travel with, but it does kind of remove all of, you know, like the, the cavernous body, you know, it, it removes- Cavernosity. Yes, the cavernosity, it de decreases cavernosity. Right. No, you're basically, you know, physics-wise, you're only dealing with the pressure. Um, Voila. So you gotta make sure, you wanna move the rod a little bit out of the way so you have room for your eyedropper. And then you just kind of blip, 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 blip. I'm using an ink sample because it's about two milliliters of ink, which is a pretty generous amount for your average pen. Most pens won't even hold two milliliters, but these things will hold a lot. So if you're using an ink sample, you can clearly use more, and it's hard to do while showing it properly, but um, you know, here we go. This is about two mils, and I think I've gotten about all I'm gonna get. And it's not even full, but that gives you an idea of what's up. And that looks good in there. This is Diamond Ancient Copper. Yeah, a little splashy splashy. There. And nice. now, because it's not primed or anything, the ink has to kind of work its way through. So I'm not going to be able to write with it quite yet. Um, but then, you know, I can keep it. That's out a little far. It doesn't need to be that far. Basically, if I have it out far enough, if I just unscrew the threads a little bit, that allows the ink to come through. I can see it kind of traveling down mm -hmm. right now. And it's working its way down there. It's not quite there yet. Um, but I'm just going to leave it sitting for a minute. And then we're going to let it work its way down. Now there's not a ton of difference between these two pens operationally speaking, but you've got this cool, this is ebonite. Yes. Which is really neat. A lot of, um, you know, using ebonite as a design feature I thought is pretty interesting. So these, I particularly like this uh, blue and, which, which one is like, it's kind of like a blue and like sand. Green. I, like green. You think that's green? Okay. Oh, that's definitely green. Okay, teal? You think that's green? I mean, they're both green. Maybe this looks really? more green because this looks, green. this looks, I don't know, it just looks sandy to me. I really like the way this is textured. It's like an olive. But like Brian mentioned, yeah. this guy's gonna have a uh, number five nib. So there's still a Yovo, mm -hmm. still cool. That one's inked, by the way. Oh, it is, you look at that. A little ink on your finger. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. 
All right. Um, but uh, yes, well, I won't play with that one then because it is inked. It is indeed. But uh, we could write with it. Yeah. The concept, the concept works exactly the same. If you're familiar yeah. with any of the number five Yogo nibs, um, then you're going to be pretty familiar with this one. It's the same as uh, Twisby. It's going to be the same as Edison. Um, you know, uh, eight. Sorry, I'm all up. Yeah, you're like hitting my finger with the thing. That's all right. Um, this is a fine nib, so it's going to be pretty fine. Um, flow is smooth. Um, you know, just I mean, it's a yogo nib. They're, they're, they're great. Yeah, they Brian, really quick good. terminology question for you. Okay. Um, blind cap. So this is. Yeah. Um, is this a blind cap or a piston knob? It doesn't not, matter. It's not a blind cap. A blind, blind cap, cap is removable. So like you have on the uh, Noodler's Conrad. Mm -hmm. So it's like you unscrew the back, take it off, and then there's another little knob in there. So blind caps have to come cap. off the pen. I believe so. Okay. At least that's how I've been using it. I've, that's what I always thought, but around this pen, I've okay. heard the other term getting thrown around a little bit, and I wasn't sure. Okay. Thought everything I knew was a lie. Let's move on, because we got one more pen that's pretty exciting to get to. Let's do it. Um, this one, this is the Picnic. This is similar. There's going to be some other colors that we have. I have the least exciting color here. I don't believe so. It's brown. brown. Everybody uh, loves brown. No one really likes anything to do with the word wow. or the name brown. Wow. Frankly. I'm insulted. Burn. But uh, <laughs> anyway, it's a cool pen. If you don't like the whole ebonite kind of chunkiness of it, you get a more kind of slim feature. They've got a purple one that's going to be coming out soon, which looks pretty rad. But not as rad as the brown. So overall, the writing experience nib, everything is going to be very, very similar to the Coloro. It's just a different look. There you go. Okay. It's the, a picnic of a pen. Indeed. So speaking of, uh, no, there's no segue here. Um, speaking of picnics. Picnic. We have the Stibula Passaporto, which has been like a mythical creature that has not existed yet until now. Now, you might be wondering why it says Super Ligaria here, and Brian's going to tell you exactly why. It's because they printed the name Super Ligaria on the top and shipped it to us. And this is how it <laughs> arrived. That is the whole story of what I know so far. Um, no, I'm sure it has a meaning. I just honestly, we got these in and we're like, that's what it says. Okay. Um, and then uh, apparently the clear one is the Passaporto Drone Super Ligera. And here we have and the black the is the stealth. stealth. Indeed. And you'll see why. So if you want to fly a drone, you can get one of these. That the drones are really hot it. right now. Maybe they saw. And look at the packaging. Like, Nice. Crispity, crunchity packaging, in my opinion. And this here's, is really tight. And here's another eyedropper thing. There is an eyedropper. You gotta talk about this eyedropper because yeah. this is even weirder than the other Yeah, this one. is a lot weirder. You think that, like, whoa, this thing looks Look how big totally that backwards. Is. That's not the opening, Brian. You have to take this guy. Wait, wait do it again. It wasn't going And you gotta get there. It. There we go. Yeah, that opening is not the opening. No, it is not. That's the opening. Why is it back there? I don't know. But you gotta Let's pop that around. off. Ah! Flip, flip it around. Flip There's around. the opening. There you go. Maybe they're protecting it. Yes, they are. Could be. And then just fit this bad boy right over there. Fits right into this the little notch. And then it's going to feel exactly the same. And um, skadoosh. So what actually comes with the pen is the pen itself. Which look at this little thing, Drew. Look at that. Look at this little compact little like thing. That. It looks like a little. Uh, you know, what it reminds me of is the game Doctor Mario. Nintendo oh, back the in the pills, day. Yeah. It reminds me of the pills from Doctor Mario. If only it's a little were, more oblong. If only they were two tone. Indeed, right? We could make it. <laughs> so it's a super tiny pen. You basically have to post it if you want to even have a chance of using it. And then it's <laughs> still a pretty a short. It's still a pretty short pen. It is. Um, but uh, it's you know extra fine, fine, medium, broad, and 1.1. So you get some nib options on these bad boys. It's unique. And they write pretty well. You get a black nib on the stealth to Text complete the stealth look. Indeed. 
Concept is similar. It's eyedropper only. There's no cartridge that or converter that will fit on this thing. It's not even possible. There's nothing that can fit in there. Um, and it's got an O-ring kind of built in right here. And, uh, you know, they used to have this pen. In fact, I should go grab it real quick. I know we're going long, sorry. So, that whole thing is your ink chamber right there. It also comes with ink, which is a little unique. It comes with these two little capsules that uh, look very medicinal. They are very medicinal. Um, you just pop a cap, dump it in, you're good to go. Now, um, these are Stipula inks. They're not, I don't think, identical copies of inks they already sell, but yeah, pretty much. Um, so I have the original Passaporto here, which cost, I think it was an MSRP of $125 maybe? That is more expensive than the ones we're selling here. It is indeed. Now this one was, you know, turned, and this one did take a cartridge, and you could also use it as an eyedropper. But so who needs cartridges? The setup was a little different, but it was $125, Drew. That's a little pen for a and lot of now money. Now this one, the MSRP is 50 and we're selling it for 40 So, now we're you know, talking. There's, there's a little compromises, you lose the leaf. It's different colors, obviously. Um, it still threads on the back and still posts and everything. Um, this had a metal center band. This is now like a plastic. It's like a chrome coated plastic. Sort of like you have a lot of cars now mm -hmm. that are like all chromed out. It's just chromed plastic. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, that's, and so it's very, it's super, super light. Uh, and it holds a decent volume of ink and you can carry it around. And you know, it's a, it's a nice little like pocket purse pen. It's a fun pocket purse pen. So that is the Passporto. Um, I did notebook writing samples, so you can see those. I find it to be a little on the finer side than what you might expect for a European. Yeah, and the, uh, the stub is also really fine as well. It is, yeah. So if you like kind of a finer, which I think to makes it even better for like a carry around pen. Well, yeah. You never know what kind of paper you're going to run into. So having ink on the pen, or nibs on the finer for side. For sure. You want something good. versatile that can write on light, a lot of different types of paper. If you want to be on the finer side of life, try ah. you can. <laughs> anyway, I think we're going to launch these either today or tomorrow. Not 100% sure. The meeting that we have like right after Keep this is over, back. we'll know, but by the time this video is up, we will have a decision made. Uh, but anyway, that's it for eyedropper pens. Thanks for tuning in to right now this morning. Have a great Monday and right on.